Brad from Among the Noise here. Um, I've got a guest with me to um, talk about a game that I'm sure some of you have gotten tired of me talking about in some of our episodes, but um, we're going to be talking about Jedi Academy. I've got my friend Link here. Um, he's all the way from the UK, so he's he's far away, so we got to end the video call in. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's been a good friend of mine online for quite a while now. I don't even really remember. Yeah. I guess it was around the time JK Hub kind of yes launched 10 ish years now is it nearly 10 years for jk hub yeah 12 right yeah 2012 wow yeah, yeah. so yeah we've been. known each other for about 10 years now yeah long so the wild so this episode is just kind of going to be us talking about uh our history with the game and what it means to us and um just kind of our experiences and the things we love, the things we sort of hate. <laughs> I think both of us have had a pretty love-hate relationship with this game and this community, um, but it's still near and dear to our hearts. So um, I don't think we could ever be silenced with uh, talking about how much we love it. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Jedi Academy is the third game in a series of Jedi Knight games, which is also the fifth game in the series of Dark Forces games. So it's kind of a weird thing. I'm impressed. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a weird series. So there was Dark Forces and then Jedi Knight, then Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and then Jedi Academy, which wasn't technically called Jedi Knight 3. Nah, what a mess, right? Which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it takes place in the Legends continuity, but it involves like characters like Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca, they're like familiar faces that show up. It's kind of a legendary game, um, especially from back then, just how the lightsaber combat was and um, the graphics, I feel like, were pretty good for that time. Even I mean, there were some better ones at that time, but... Yeah, it was pretty rough, actually. Uh, it came out with KOTOR. It was it's two things at the same time, really. So, yeah. It, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, they it, are kind of similar. Yeah. I don't know if I would say KOTOR is <laughs> better, necessarily, <laughs> graphics-wise. Uh, Maybe a little. Yeah. Maybe in the, like, I think it's, animation I think department. JKA but. looks better these days compared to KOTOR. It's aged way better, for sure. Really? I think so. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Controversy. Well, I think back then it was kind of considered pretty good, at least on PC. I think the, the console ports were terrible looking, but uh, with PC, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. But, um, but yeah, there's um, multiplayer that had dedicated servers, so that's kind of what um, made the game grow substantially and sustain that growth for so long combine that with modding capabilities and stuff like that so obviously it had the star wars name behind it which made it even bigger um so yeah that's kind of a, a summary of of what the game is and everything so do you want to jump into kind of your humble beginnings in jedi academy 
and uh, just explain like how you got into it and your origin story, so yeah, to speak. Sure. So I was, um, it was kind of an interesting time actually. So I was just bored. I really was just bored of all games. I think I've played every N64 game possible. I was just done. Like I needed something new. And I was like, what would be like the best sort of game to play? Like I love Star Wars. You know, it's great at that time. Very much into it. I was like, if you could just jump around with a lightsaber, that's all I want. Just that. And I did some research, um, found two games, Outcast, Jedi Outcast and um, Jedi Academy. And for some reason, I didn't look up which one was the newer one. Um, And of course, I picked Outcast. Um, thinking it was, you'd think Academy, like beginnings, Outcast, oh, something's happened. It's the second game. No. So uh, I um, <laughs> so I played Outcast first. Still had no idea it was the, the prequel to Academy. Uh, played that for about six months. And then I heard Jedi Academy was a thing. Six months, never heard the thing. And instantly dropped it. And um, yeah, just jumped on Academy and got destroyed got slept for laming um got called <laughs> out it was it was it was a rough beginning uh but yeah, i mean you could fight with a dual lightsaber i mean that's all you needed for oh, me yeah. that was it that was that that's all i wanted yeah. to do just go crazy like darth maul was like the coolest character at the time with phantom menace so oh yeah that's all i wanted and it, i just kept at it and uh that's kind of my beginning really um just met up with uh, a guy on a guy in a crazy robe on, <laughs> on Tatooine and uh, joined the clan called Jawa and eventually went on to lead it for about 10, 13, I think it was about 13 years, something like that. Yeah, long time. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I... Well, what what year did you say that you got Outcast and then Academy? So it was in two. Was that like yeah, two thousand four, uh, like mid two thousand four, and then late two thousand four, I actually finally got Academy around Christmas. Okay, so mine, I didn't get it until two thousand five. I grew up with like a PS two, a PS one, and like a all that kind of stuff, and um, so I didn't really jump into like PC games. Um, until a little bit later you know i was always a huge star wars fan uh, since i was like six years old and um so like when the phantom menace came out it was like it was huge like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing something related to that movie and especially as a kid like you know there was a lot of like older generations that you know hated on it and called it the worst thing to ever yeah. grace still to Hollywood. this day they do still to this yeah. day they do yeah, yeah. Um, but you know as a kid it was just like a magical time um, to be a Star Wars fan all these games and toys and everything were coming out and it was like too much sometimes because if you found a game that you really liked like back then as a kid like you you saved up money to buy a game or you asked for it for christmas or your birthday or something like that yeah and that that's what you played for you know the next few months or whatever so it might take you a while to get through yeah 
So you would have missed some games, you know, like you said, you didn't even hear about Jedi Academy until later. So um, that's kind of how I was, you know, we didn't have the internet to like, at least not what it is today to find out about all these, like, there's so many games from back then. Yeah. So I think Jedi Academy ended up being one of the last ones that I actually played up until that point. Um, you know, there was like the Phantom Menace games and mm-hmm. um, Attack of the Clones games and um, KOTOR came out that same year. And I think I played KOTOR before I played Jedi Academy or Jedi Outcast or anything like that. I think I played it on Xbox oh, right. first. Yeah. So then eventually I, well, I, my brother's friend was over one time and he brought his GameCube and I had never even seen a GameCube before. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that's so cool. I think we yeah. just had a Super Nintendo and a PS1 at that point. And he had Jedi Outcast. And, you know, as soon as I see the Star Wars logo, I just immediately, like, go for it. Yeah. And uh, they were, like, busy playing Smash Bros. And I was oh, like, I just want them to stop playing. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted them to stop playing that game. And I wanted to try out this Star Wars game. And... Uh, Eventually they did stop, and so I was like, I snuck in. I was like, I'm gonna play this game. So I started playing Jedi Outcast, and I was like, enthralled by it. Uh, just the the lightsaber combat and everything. You're like slicing down stormtroopers and stuff. So I didn't get to play a whole lot of it, but just those first few levels, I was like, whoa. And he had a save game where he was later, where you actually had the lightsaber. So I was like, oh, actually yeah. like able to check out the lightsaber stuff and. So then, like, a year, maybe two years later, I don't really remember, because that game came out in 2002, and then Jedi Academy in 2003, and I didn't get Academy until 2005, so it might have been two years later or something like that. But uh, I was just in Walmart with my mom, and as soon as we would always go to the store, like, I would just beeline it to the video game section you know and see what i could maybe afford with my little money that i had and, hell yeah good old days blockbuster uh, days so so <laughs> yeah yeah blockbuster days yeah yeah just the idea of browsing for a game it was just so magical you could just oh yeah and just go based off the covers it was great marketing was everything yes. then. oh yeah yeah, and the, the booklets and the games and stuff. I mean, they didn't have those in, like, Blockbuster and stuff. But, oh. you know, that was, that was that was kind of a underrated or underappreciated, I should say, feature back then. For sure. The two games that I saw that I really wanted were KOTOR 2 and Jedi Academy. And I ended up having enough money for both of them, I think. And um, which was wild because I think KOTOR 2 had just come out that year then i i put in jedi academy for the first time and i started playing it and i was like you know amazed again at at the game but like mm. since i'd only played outcast before it was a little different different enough to when i i didn't even really realize that they that it was the same series or like it was a sequel or whatever yeah um didn't didn't click until like honestly probably a couple of years later really <laughs> where i was just thinking about that memory of like playing jedi outcast I was like didn't i play a game like what was that game that i played and i was like oh 
Wait. <laughs> is this <laughs> is the same series? I felt like an idiot. <laughs> I pretty much just became addicted from like day one. Um, just playing through single player. Oh, which you're a, single a lot player of people. Guy. Yeah, a lot of uh, people no. uh, call me crazy or you know don't really understand how I could you know spend that many hours just playing single player not even playing with anybody else and i managed to i managed to you know keep busy with it and um once i learned like all the the commands like the cheats and like all the different things you can do on the console like spawning npcs and you know choosing whatever lightsaber whatever color and like all that kind of stuff was that kept me going for a little while and then i discovered mods and once you discover mods in a game like (laughs) you spend more hours browsing for mods than you do actually playing with them you know i think i think the modern meme for that is skyrim you know people for sure people spend way more time getting all the mods that they want and getting them to work correctly and and then they actually sit down to play it and they're like, uh, now I need something else. Like, you know, you go back and try to find more. So that's kind of how I was for a long time. Yeah. And I learned how to make mods and that took up a lot of time. And so I've got a few yeah. of your mods to thank in my base folder, like your Luke one. Thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some good stuff yeah. you've made over the years. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I think the earliest stuff that I made, like before JK Hub, um, wasn't that great. But, um, you know, once JK Hub came back and I had my own laptop, I was in college at the time, and I just kind of like went crazy with making more. Yeah. So, like, I I took a break from, because it was bad with like how addicted I was. And I think we'll probably get to that later, but, um, I had I took a break, like late high school. I finally got a girlfriend, and you know I I had this big group of friends that I was always playing with and like playing other games with, and so I I took a break from Jedi Academy finally, like in two thousand nine or something like that, and then JK Hub came around, of course, and y'all ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I just kind of got right back into being addicted again so yeah it is it is a hell of a drug i'll tell you now yeah uh, yeah man if i could show you my great cards you'd you'd see the curve where you know jk came into my life it was like (laughs) boom straight down yeah and honestly for years i was like i kind of had a grudge against myself for it i kind of felt bad but man and we'll go into this later and stuff i'm sure but literally given me everything in my life so i'll i'll take the bad grades thankfully i managed to get a decent <laughs> job somehow someone managed yeah to hire exactly me. god knows yeah. how <laughs> uh, with yeah. those grades but yeah it's uh it yeah it'll suck the life out of you but it's uh it was for a good yeah good pause yeah, i think i knew that somewhere <laughs> little part of my brain yeah i forgot to mention that i like i didn't have internet in my bedroom growing up uh, my parents like didn't. I mean, our house wasn't wired for it, and that was before Wi-Fi, you know. So 
the computer with the internet that we had was in their bedroom. So I had my computer in my bedroom and I had like all my games on it and everything. So anytime I wanted to do anything on the internet, I would have to go into their room and mm-hmm. uh, when you're, you know, downloading mods and stuff, you have to have a way to transfer it oh, between right. two computers back in 2005, 2006 or whatever. And that was, I think USB drives were a thing, like they had just become a thing, but they weren't like super common, no. at least not in the States. Yeah, no, not at and all. Yeah. So my solution was to get CDRs. I knew you were going to say that. Burn burn files to CDs. Yeah. And just transfer them over. And, you know, you can only fit like, I don't know, it was like 650? 400 megabytes. Yeah. Oh, maybe was, 650, around that, something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not a gigabyte. Like, no, that's for sure. <laughs> and, you know, like, files back then weren't that big, but, you know, I could only fit so many. So when you spend an entire afternoon sifting through JK3 files mm. to find the mods that you want, and then you have, like, hundreds of them in a folder that you want to copy to CD, like, sometimes you have to have multiple CDs. And So I, I think I ended up having, like, a huge stack by the end of like that whole era of just CDs for that had files on them for Rudely Jedi Academy and pen or something, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Like if there was like a specific one that I knew I really wanted, like I would put that on the on the label. I think I still have those CDs somewhere. I think really? they're still at my parents somewhere. Yeah, I found them when I moved out uh, after college, and I was like, should I throw these away? Should I keep them? Like. It's like got some no, gems. there's no reason to have them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's probably stuff on there that was like on PC game mods, oh. and like sites that don't exist anymore. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> something else. That website. So for people who don't know, PC game mods was a a super sketchy site that people uploaded things that like were like a, back then. You had to be careful with like copyright material and stuff like that but there was also some like uh what's the word <laughs> uh, i could give you a list of you get yeah i mean you could get like naked skins of yep. like characters and that was like, always in the top 10 yeah stuff like that and i don't think i ever like clicked on those because back before it was shut down i was too young to even comprehend like that that was even a thing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I knew it was a thing, old, but like, so I definitely clicked. And <laughs> you didn't yeah, I was much, definitely. I'll tell you now, <laughs> I was definitely too young. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of funny looking back on it because mm. you know, yeah. archaic <laughs> media. Yeah. Methods. I have a big stack of CDs, just the same as you. Just lots of random stuff, like stories that write. All these other things, but yeah, I had a lot of like Jedi Academy uh, files and different things on there as well. Yeah, just a different time floppy disks as well. A lot of those, only one point two meg, I think it was. So I had a lot of those. Yeah, those were super yeah. tiny. Yeah, I didn't. Luckily, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> now, my, uh, I mean, I, I, we definitely had them around the house, and I had. My first computer was uh, Windows 95 Dell something. So, like, 
we definitely had computers that like you know utilized them and my mom used them all the time for work but um with how young i was at that point like i was just playing like lego island and oh that's such a good game you said you said a few <laughs> games now that i'm like that is so good but yeah lego island <laughs> i played so much as a kid oh yeah uh, yeah lego island does not hold up today i played it not too long ago again yeah does not hold up. it's a struggle is it the second one is a game, little right? bit better but yeah it's mostly me it's rough. these days yeah i wish they would just reboot it that would be nice because i think that yeah. would be cool yeah i'm sure i've, I've been playing through yeah i've been playing through the new star wars lego star wars skywalker saga and it is one of the like biggest games I think I've ever played with like you can go to pretty much every planet and like explore it. Really? I've and actually it, never played the Lego Star Wars game somehow. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Well it <laughs> it uh it reminded me a lot of like the Lego Island days where you could just like walk around and kind of do whatever you wanted. And I really hope they remake those games at some point. Yeah, they've got it right. It's 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 kind of like it's amazing how many people like like on Discord. If I'll just show it in my like friend group, where I just post like a stupid gift from there, I'll suddenly find out. Oh, that's like Go Island. I used to play that as a kid, and there's so many people that played that. But everyone thinks yeah. that it was such a niche game, but I don't think it was. I think most people. Played I, that. Yeah, like right it was passage. like one of the. F- it was one of the first like games back then that was like kid friendly. So a lot of that was like good that uh, a lot of kids back then played. I forget how we got on this. I don't know either. It somehow got to like this is a great Lego Island podcast so far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll clip yeah, that no out and be no like, one's, no one's got away from this because everyone's played. It. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, I love that game too. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, forget this Jedi Academy. Like, let's talk because, about Lego Island. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about laming. Yes. Do you know the history of laming? No, I I know like, that. It, I heard little rumors that Slider took some code from someone on Jedi Outcast, or there was some sort of laming rule in JK two or something. I really don't know the backstory though, if if there even is one. Yeah, apparently there is. I don't know if it's like word of truth or anything. Someone filled out the wiki article on JK Hub about it. And Must be accurate then. I was <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was just reading through it and it's so okay, I guess I should clarify to the people who don't know what we're talking about. Laming is in the game you're you're able to chat and when you chat you have a bubble above your head that you know says that you're like typing or like you are paused like not paused but like you have your menu up in some way and um you can also turn your lightsaber on and off so if you have your lightsaber off and you have your chat bubble up that usually means in most popular servers that you don't want to be killed you don't want to be attacked so laming is 
the act of attacking somebody with their chat bubble up and their lightsaber off. And some servers went even further, like, if you have your lightsaber off, mm-hmm. like, even if your chat bubble isn't up, like, yeah. you can, Joe, that's that? still, still cause for s- sleeping or whatever other kind of <laughs> consequence the that they think, <laughs> yeah. So, Crazy. so apparently the history is the origin, according to the wiki article, is... It, it did start out on Jedi Outcast. Um, the term was created just because they thought that it was lame. Like, don't be lame. Don't don't attack people <laughs> that don't want to be attacked. <laughs> and it just ended up... There's certain things you just don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> that on its like... own is lame. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it did start in JK2, which I didn't know. Mm. I thought that was there, was there was mods to prevent it, apparently. Um, and apparently J, JA Plus was based off of a very popular JK2 mod. And then I think the mod author of the JK2 accused Slider of copying it or something like that. We're yeah, talking years that. ago this story, so... I don't know if there's any truth to yeah. it. He had the same commands, though, like am, sleep, and all those sorts of things. So, yeah. Yeah. So, in J Plus, did it have a feature to, like, prevent it from happening? Prevent it? Um, the, you had, like... Like, if someone had their chat bubble up? Um, so, yeah, if you have your chat bubble up, uh, you there is a setting to stop you from being hurt. So, if, if you're suddenly getting attacked, then you just smack the uh the end end escape key and then suddenly you wouldn't be attacked if you're in the menus or chatting um so usually a lot of uh lamers uh would would do it really sneakily and just like sneak up do like a red dfa and just kill you and then just disconnect or something that's usually the way that they did it because people just got so used to defending themselves with uh with chat basically Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I think it calls God mode or something like that. The admin, it literally was God because you wouldn't be hurt at all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about it like being used in like a fight. Like, if you're about to die, you just press escape. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty broken, honestly. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that makes sense why it wasn't turned on on those servers. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's also for those who, those of you who don't know, it's one of those like rules that like everyone didn't really understand. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It was a rule that a lot of people didn't think needed to exist, but when it when it did need to exist, it really did need to exist. Mm. Yeah. But it also attracted a lot of trolls, I should say, uh, yeah. to because once you have a rule like that in place, it's kind of just asking for, you know, abuse. It really is, and that's the thing. Like, so I led Jawa for like ten, thirteen years, however long it was, and our server <clears> was quite popular for quite a long time, and we had the laming rule, 
Um, after I left, though, I started a clan community, whatever you want to call it, called Arcadia. And we 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 just had no rules. Simple as. We just yeah. took away lamings, swearing, all those things. Just said, just just be nice. Just be cool. And literally, we never had, I don't think, maybe one problem in that whole time. Yeah. Everyone was just, if it's there, people are going to break it. And I kind of get it, honestly. Like, being on the other side yeah. of the fence, I'm like... All I want to do is just fight my friends and just mess with them, and they mess with me, and exactly, just, yeah, yeah, free them, you know, just just joking around. So, very much on the other side of the fence these days, that's for sure. Yeah, there were groups just completely dedicated to sabotaging servers like Jawa. Yeah, and like that was really the only reason for them existing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Credit where it's I mean, I... they did really good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, honestly, yeah. as soon as you remove those rules, there's, there's no trouble. There's, there's really not. Yeah. But at the same time, the it's kind of fun to have those to break. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've I'm never a, a proponent of like trolling <laughs> to like ruin someone else's fun like if if it's fun for that server to have those rules i don't really find it cool to like ruin that you mm -hmm. know so it's just like there's so many different types of players and clans and groups and in the game that like find what works for you stick to it and like don't ruin it for other people is kind of my my rule for that so yeah i mean that's the right approach i'd say but it's just it's yeah. just so nice to know that there's just so many different types of people and over the last 10 years there's so many different places you could have gone like if if you had a certain way of playing there's a server for you or at least there was i would say yeah back in the day it was just great it really yeah. was yeah i didn't get to play multiplayer until much later um so I kind of missed the big glory days, I would say, of like How multiplayer long did you play Jedi Academy. <laughs> Here we go. I hear judgment in your voice. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. Come on. <laughs> so I started in 2005, and I played until. I want to clarify. It's not just playing. Like I was modding and like creating mods and stuff too, but. Probably up until like 2008, 2009. Man, wow. So three or four years. And I, I took I took wow. that break. And then when I was in uh, freshman in college, in 2012 and 2013, like when JK Hub was like launching, and I'm pretty sure you were the one that emailed me about like, you know, getting my mods uploaded oh, and stuff. Really? Like, oh, really? So that's pretty cool. Oh, okay, yeah. I never realized that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny it's funny you say that actually because I was looking today and I think I emailed about five hundred people maybe six hundred to get those mods from JK files I didn't I didn't want to just take them because that it never felt right with me yeah but that's the thing though by doing that it completely drained me and I was just done yeah I I, I actually hated JK Hope. I really did. <laughs> and it wasn't because of anything about the website. It was just, I couldn't, 
I was so sick of that file section upload, copy, paste, yeah. upload, copy, paste. Uh, I think I yeah. uploaded about a thousand files in like the first three weeks. It's that was way overboard. I, I was so stupid yeah. for doing that. <laughs> yeah, and it's it wasn't an intuitive system to do it through. So it, I I can definitely see why that would definitely burn no, you yeah. out for sure. Yeah, it was, I was done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's I think it's worse now. Really? But uh, oh yeah, like oh, no. back then you had like probably three or four clicks to like upload a file max. And now it's like, it's a whole ordeal. Really? <laughs> it's like probably 10 or 12 clicks to like get it uploaded. Uh, and like on our end, like you have to like approve it. Like even if you're staff, you have to like go through like approval and like all that kind of stuff. It's okay. It's obnoxious, mm. but yeah. Sometimes thousand files is a lot. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you don't get like thirty percent of people replying to. I send so many of these things, but the like that thirty percent, each one would probably have about five to ten files. So it's just, it's just so many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fun. I'm at, I think I spoke to pretty much every uh, active mod off of possible as well it was a really cool experience to talk to these people that just made these amazing mods and models skins oh, yeah. maps sif jake cole for example hapslash um just all these really cool people that you just yeah. admire so much and then suddenly they're like yeah how's it going you know it was, it was just great fun time yeah but too much way too much yeah, fun time until the end of it. And yeah, not so fun. It's like bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember like you. I think you had left around the time that I had, like, joined and like was starting to be active because I was one of the people that you emailed. <laughs> yeah. So probably around the same time, and so I, I mean, you were still around, obviously, but you definitely weren't. Active, no, I would say. No, it's a shame as well. Least. It's such, it's such a. It was so needed. Like JK files going down was just a huge blow to yeah. the whole community because that everyone went there, not just for like files, but just to like the forums, the the game front forums, everything. It was like a central yeah. place. It really was. Like everyone was there. Uh, file front as it used to be. Um, yeah, file front and like a whole network of like multiple games not just jedi academy it was yeah. like battlefront and medal of honor and it's crazy KOTOR and yeah i mean J- kind of jk was like easily the, the most popular and it just says a lot of that because jedi academy is kind of like a niche game but because of the modding scene it just i, I think without mods the game would have been long dead i think long dead mm. oh for sure i mean i think it would have survived long enough with multiplayer but the reason that multiplayer survived and is surviving so long is because of mods because you can it just lets you do so much more and keep it more interesting so for sure it was actually kind of crazy how like the timing worked out Mm. um because we knew that there were like a lot of issues with jk3 files like a few years prior to JK Hub actually launching where it would like 
the server would go down, like the web server would go down, the the website would just like yeah. not be there. And then it would come up again like a day later, like a week later. And so like it was on shaky ground. The fact that it yeah, the the fact that it survived as long as it did <laughs> is kind of amazing, but uh the timing of like you guys getting that getting all that stuff uploaded and launching and then JK3 file or Gamefront. Yeah. Like closed down like what was it like a year later maybe like I think a year it was and a half year. or something yeah so they were kind of like in parallel for quite a while uh, but I mean JK files always had like the same three files at the top so you knew it was broken like I was the reviewer for like yeah. a few months there so I was talking to like Inuri Forge and all these sorts of people and the whole admin side of things was just completely broke like it was you couldn't do anything with it anymore so wow yeah I mean thank thankfully like Caleb and like Wonko and all these people just made the, the backups that they did and their new websites. And I think, I think we've pretty much got everything now. Uh, the the yeah. only, the only hole I mean, that, in the community is PC game mods. Unfortunately, I'm really yeah, sad. I'm I was so to say. sad that that's gone. <laughs> it's what it is. It's the, it's the hole in all of our hearts that we'll never get back. Yeah. <laughs> So JK Hub uh, launched in 2012, right? I think so, yeah. I know it was in like early access during like 2011. And the only reason I know that is because like since I'm staff, I can like go back through and see all the old original posts of like between you and Calum and mm. some of the other staff that were like there at the beginning. And He was tinkering um, for a long time, Calum, to, to make that work, right? He really had the vision for it, yeah. and it, yeah, it, it took longer than it needed to. But I'm glad that he put that focus on the right areas because uh, it, it turned out really well. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it it definitely had a lot more promise than what ended up happening. Or I, I guess that's part of just how like. I think Caleb had that vision and then he kind of just disappeared after like mm -hmm. a year um, and then disappeared again and, and then again. And <laughs> it's a magician. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think he probably got burnt out too. Oh, well, yeah, he and did. He definitely did. Yeah. For he many also reasons. got a lot of, yeah, JK for sure. a lot of abuse and uh, all this terrible stuff from the community for, some reason like whenever you provide a service to a community and they treat you like that i definitely understand how someone would want to disappear <laughs> yeah for sure and caleb's not innocent as well he, he'd often like taunt these people so you know yeah he, he would he just that, poked that's the a good point constantly and it's like please stop because <laughs> we were the ones getting hit with all these things because <laughs> we all everyone used his uh, and mostly still do through like a, a Sulin and everyone. So he was like, please yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah. But it is what he was like. And and honestly, he, he had such a great service and yeah, we, yeah, we really oh, yeah. had any problems under, under his banner, thankfully. Yeah. So was there, what was like the, some of the things that you or maybe not you specifically, but like, Calum and like the early team 
did you have like certain features planned that just never happened or anything like that? Or was it always supposed to be just like files, tutorials, wiki? There's two things that come to mind there. There's one, there's the wiki that obviously came to be like, I think a few years after that, but the vision, like, cause I've, I, I've made wikis. I maintained them before. So the, the vision I kind of had for it was, you could look up you could look up anything on there like for example like stupid thing like a med pack entity you could go on there you could find out the model name where it's stored and like the assets uh like the values attached to it you know like all these like cool things and like you know that a coder could use for example um just from from that all the way to um i wouldn't say like stories about the game because i mean they're always biased right so just yeah, I don't know. Just like the history of the game, those sorts of things. It was it was ideally meant to cover literally everything about the game. Um, yeah, but that never, never never really came to pass. Just because you, for, to do something like that, you need a big team that cares just as much about you with those things. And it's fair enough. Like I like writing things. Not everyone does. So yeah, I, I just didn't really have the backing of everyone to to do that. And it was fair enough to be honest. Um, a similar yeah. sort of situation with uh kind of like Arcadia before it was Arcadia. Like I wanted like a JK Hub server where it was just do whatever you want sort of thing. Just seriously. And just encourages like clans to recruit and all these sorts of things. So those are the two things I always wanted from JK Hub that just never really came to be really. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I... I always wanted the wiki to be more too, but it was always a problem. Like you said, like if you don't have a team and you, we've always had it opened up to anybody can contribute to it. And then like we have our staff to like, you know, look through it to make sure like people aren't like putting like pictures of boobs in there and stuff like that. (laughs) And, uh, The history of Tavion's model on uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> PC game mods. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess that that was a bad example because that might be useful. <laughs> That's important history. Yes. It's just like as soon as you have a big task like that, like no one no one person is gonna want to contribute unless they see other people also contributing and writing wikis is kind of hard. The formatting or the syntax or whatever is not intuitive and you have to kind of know what you're doing. So I get why a lot of people just haven't really jumped into that. But yeah, they really need to get on like a what you see is what you get editor, really, with wikis. But but now it's just equal signs everywhere, mostly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's always that weighing up of like, do enough people even care, to be honest? So it's like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. Like it's, sure. yeah, it's one of those things where people would appreciate it, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily care enough to help or uh, even like check it out, like, unless they have to. It's true. And the people that have to usually probably already know the stuff. They just want to be reminded of the information or stuff like that. Yeah. So going back to what you said about like a JK Hub server, that was always 
something that people wanted. I know the community definitely wanted it. But I know Caleb always said that he didn't want it because, like, what mod are you going to put on it? What rules are you going to put on it? And, like, how many people are you going to piss off because you have the, the laming rule? Or, like, if you don't have the laming rule or if you have J plus and not, I don't know, Luger mod or something, which is apparently is something a lot of people have been asking for in the Discord lately. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I feel like I four or five people <laughs> in the last like couple weeks. I feel mm. like it's been like brought up a lot lately. But I think I had the revival, didn't it? Like from the days I used to play in like 2006, it, it was always the same system. It was build a few walls, get bored, collect the stash, whatever that is, and then go back to where you are, wait 15 minutes, collect the stash, build the wall level up it's like what are we doing but it was fun yeah because uh, there was all the role play side of it but uh, back then it was pretty vanilla yeah yeah there's a lot of mods that just kind of like they were popular for a time and then kind of went away there's yeah. luger mod maker mod and glam mod um, x mod i think was one yeah yeah uh J raises uh mod. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to call that another mod. Yeah. <laughs> it it he did it so it actually was like built up from the ground with Razor. I we because yeah. he was in Jawa while he was building this thing. So he was yeah. really close to like, you know, working through stuff, but I think his mistake with that was trying to base it too much on J plus and then yeah. it just wasn't J plus and no one was I mean, it was used, but it was never even saw the like uh, light of day compared yeah. to J plus, unfortunately, because he put so much work into it. Yeah, I feel like people ended up using it on the client side more than mm. server side, and it worked fine with J plus server side. But it's great. Yeah, yeah, it really was. He made a really I think good. Some people side still use it. Yeah. The whole JK Hub server idea is something I still like kick around every once in a while. And I have that server that I don't really have a use for. I just kind of have it. And I've considered making that a JK Hub server. Same question. I struggle to find what mods you put on it. <laughs> active. Yeah. Yeah. I've also like who's going to be the admins on it? Like mm. if something happens, like who's going to jump in and and deal with it. I mean, we'd probably have minimal rules, but still. So like I struggled to find active staff for the forum itself. So I don't yeah, know. Fair enough. And you know, clans struggle to find people nowadays anyway. So yeah, big time. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's something that I've always kind of wanted to do, but it's just kind of a complicated situation and it yeah. also paints a big target on your back. It's true. Which is a big reason why Kalem didn't do it back then. As soon as you put JK Hub on anything or his name on anything, like it's a big target for some reason. Yeah. Didn't you also want to have like more news related stuff? Oh yeah. Um, I forgot all about that. I really tried yeah. that as well in the second run. Um yeah, th there's so many like things with Jedi Academy, like I'm just going to knock everything over. Like like in the guidebooks and everything, like 
it's just insane, like the amount of things that you can just come across, which like were taken out or, you know, put back in. It's just like, even like on, I should have really bought them out of this, but here's where we are. But like, even on just this page, there's like, the saboteur's got a visor. What's that about? <laughs> you know, just, just random yeah. things like that. Because there really isn't much news in Jedi Academy. It's just not. Even yeah. when in its heyday, everyone kept to themselves. You know, if they wanted to talk to other people, it was usually to get some help with something, to help them with something right. else. So, yeah, the the whole news idea is, is kind of tough. You kind of have to make your own news in a way. Um, yeah. which seriously you guys have been doing such a good job with like JK Hub is really like like the old mod contests and like all these sort of random things that you put together like how to use JK and like modern times and stuff that's what it should be and it's it's really good I, I love all that stuff really do yeah I appreciate that it's good stuff seriously um, yeah it's I remember back in when I kind of not first started, but when I was like in the middle of my like staff tenure, <laughs> it's just stupid to say, <laughs> uh, I was trying so hard to like, you know, come up with new features, come up with new events and, um, you know, create my own news, I guess you should say, you should say. And, um, I think we started doing or you guys had done interviews before, mm. um, but then we kind of brought that back for a time. And I think I interviewed you. I think so, yeah. And then you interviewed somebody when you came back for like a few months. You interviewed somebody. I forget who it was. It was Primal Gaming who was making that JK two movie. That was that was a that was quite a fun oh, yeah. one actually. And yeah, uh, who's the person that makes like the really amazing looking? menus is it skyline or something like that the mod yeah skyline uh it's gonna kill me not knowing his name um but yeah centra i think yeah i'm pretty sure i interviewed centra as well oh that was that yeah, was, I think was really did. fun those things really kind of missed those in a yeah, way yeah inter- interviews were good and i've i've been considering like bringing them back but like a lot of people are gone <laughs> yeah and like so the only people that are around are like the people and like the discord and the coding team for open jk and stuff like that which would be interesting to interview them but yeah um yeah there's just not a lot of people around anymore yeah it's just jof these days right <laughs> yeah well, i already interviewed them so yeah, it's done <laughs> yeah those guys have done amazing yeah, by the way like I know they sometimes get a bad rap. Sometimes they get a great rap, but they've done such, they've really just like the clan model. They've perfected it. They really have. Yeah. That like, makes everything that yeah. like we did, but amateur hour. And I really oh, worked yeah. hard on those sorts of things as well. I put everything into it. But when I see what they've put yeah. together, it's like, wow, that's impressive. I think they'll go down as probably like the best clan for sure. Um, it's kind of a shame that it's kind yeah. of monopolized everything. Like everyone wants to go to that place, EU mostly, but uh, but at the same time, <sighs> you just got to compete with those guys, and that's such an effort to do. Um, yeah. So I, I can I get where it's yeah. at. It's just kind of unfortunate that it's just one and KR. I, I would say. 
it's what it is yeah yeah it's wild how big they still are mm. like they probably make up most of the Jedi Academy multiplayer community yeah it's easily over 50% community. for sure oh, yeah yeah and I don't know like I wish I could like pull back the curtain a little more like I know I interviewed them a while ago that was years ago now um they were the biggest then and they're the biggest now but uh they're very private mm-hmm. and if you ask anything about how they function or like anything if you're not in the clan already like you're gonna get the silent treatment and <laughs> uh it's very strange um I mean, what they're doing is working, mm-hmm. but I do think sometimes their attitude can be a little strange about very some of that off. stuff. Yeah, very strange. Very strange yeah. bunch of people, but it's super impressed. And I've got a lot of friends in there as well, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I do too. I mean, I think anybody anybody that's been playing this game probably knows someone who has been in or is currently in that clan. Yeah, good point, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe an interview with them wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, see how open they could be. Um, just a backlight and just a just black silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> Anonymous silhouette, yeah. <laughs> a voice changer and everything. So since Jedi Academy has been such a huge thing in our lives, um, how has it like affected you now or just in your general like current situation or like your job or your personal lives? Oh man, I don't even know where to start with answering that because uh, so I met like most of my closest friends through this game. Just I think at its peak, I was talking to hundreds of people weekly, I think I would say, um, which is a lot of people. And I knew them, like we would yeah. just talk and catch up and I'd spend all my day on this game, just, just talking constantly. Um, so thankfully I carried quite a lot of friends through the years and like a lot of them materialized into like real life friends and as I've said in like my video and stuff that I've just recently put together, I've been to like the weddings and some of them, are, some of them have actually had kids together. Absolutely crazy. I mean, yeah. personally speaking, like one of the first people I recruited in Jawa in like 2005 ish, something like that was uh draggy. Um, and when we were finally like both single, like a few months, a few months ago, a few years ago, I should say, we started getting a little bit closer and we eventually just like got married um, back in December last year now. So a few months ago, basically. So it's just absolute roller coaster, and it's, it's literally yeah. given me everything this game. Yeah. I really can't say enough about how much I love this game and the people in it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that you got married in December. Yeah. I don't think you told me. <laughs> but, you know, it's not... I usually keep these things, like, kind like, of to myself unless, you know... Yeah, it's I not just, like we're sharing everything about our lives nah, with each other nah, all the time. We but, just catch up, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those friendships that you're just like, oh, hey. <laughs> and you just catch up. Yeah. 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 
yeah, he'd show up and ask me something random. Like, and hey, look. Then we just, yeah, hey, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't said it yet, but congrats on that. Thank you so much. That is awesome. Pretty um, wild, yeah. For me, um, I don't have anything like that exciting um, with related to how this game has affected me, but it definitely has taught me a lot of skills and um, patience and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I by learning how to mod the game, like I learned so much about like just how computers and files and like all this kind of stuff worked and some of the, not necessarily programming, but you know, the general, like with MPC files and like stuff like that, like just little things like that. You, as a kid, you learn that stuff and then you learn something more advanced, like, I don't know, JavaScript or something like, Hey, that's like kind of similar to how that worked in Jedi Academy. Like I could work with that. Like, And so that just became super valuable with just how I, how I have like learned everything since then. And um, troubleshooting was a big thing. Like when you're modding a game and you have giant, like giant list of things you printed off from your mom's computer of like (laughs) how to make a, a skin in Jedi Academy. And then you don't want to go back to the computer to like ask people for help. So you just try to figure it out yourself and like, you just, if something doesn't work, then you like go back and try to figure out how, how it needs to work. Teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Compare how someone else did what you're doing. Like, how did they do it? And then, you know, figure, figure out how they did it. And um, so stuff like that is really valuable. And so, I mean, now I'm in it. So that kind of, is related to that. Um, just like, you know, troubleshooting and fixing things and stuff like that. But also with like web development and, um, since I was kind of like tossed into the deep end with JK hub, um, and like, I hadn't really had all that much experience with web development other than like HTML and CSS and stuff like that, like super basic, stuff that I learned in high school. And then when I came on staff on JK Hub, the the whole staff team was just very, I would say in shambles, but it was just like very bare bones. Like Caleb had already left, you had already left. I think all the core staff had already left. Um, there was like two moderators and then um, Fighter was the guy that, Calum had put in charge as like managing the the back end and like all the technical stuff about about the site and then like not too long after I joined staff he decided he was gonna leave and no one else really was interested in like helping with some of that technical stuff and everyone looked so to I you. was just like <laughs> yeah I was like uh I guess I'll try so it just kind of fell into my plate and um, and I was happy to like give it my best shot and learn as much as I could as fast as I could because you know at that point it was like a year or a year and a half after it launched which was probably it's like most viewed like it was probably it's most popular time thousands of users and 
views and stuff like that. So if you screw something up, a lot of people are going to be mad at you. So yeah, they'll notice. Um, yeah, kind of a a lot of pressure. So um, just learning about like how web servers work and hosting and all that kind of stuff was really valuable. And um, let's I be honest, Caleb didn't make it easy. So <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> he was very bespoke. So I imagine that was pretty difficult to pick up fresh. Yeah, yeah. It, there is because we had that uh, free web hosting service. Um, which oh, I don't yeah. know if that was a thing when you were there, but it was something that Caleb had put in place before he left because they had a VPS. So they were like, Oh, we have the ability to just like add as many domains as we want and, you know, host all these websites and it doesn't cost us any extra. So we could just offer it for free. And then like over that year period of, me like being in charge basically i had to learn like what the heck web hosting was in the first place and like how it worked how the servers worked how like cpanel worked and whm and all this stuff and because i was basically like the manager like of this service like offering yeah. web hosting to all these clans and i think we had like 20 clans with websites at the peak of it yeah it was and all all expecting, you know, premium web hosting service. I wouldn't say premium, but, you know, free web hosting service. <laughs> Expect the minimum, right? Yeah, with these sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of had to buckle up and go in for the ride because it was, it was a lot to kind of take in. And Caleb did, since that was like early in our friendship, <laughs> I should say I was mostly just bugging him about like, Hey, how does this work? How, how do I do this? Like, what do I need to do? And I'm sure I like, the I don't reason. know how we became friends because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the reason why he left. There's only so much of this stuff that I can Google before. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. <laughs> so like I needed someone else to help me out. So he did help me out here and there. Um, but otherwise I just had to kind of figure that stuff out on my own and, no, you should, you should seriously be proud of what you've uh, you've you've put together, like since taking over the reins. It's it's great. It really is. And uh, I appreciate it, that. It, it's it's got to be a tough thing to to sort of maintain as well. I imagine it's not cheap. I imagine it's not easy to find people to help. I imagine there's a lot of uh, well, using envision, so I know the pain with that. So I get it. It's <laughs> it's got to be pretty interesting to have that as like a side thing going back to how it's affected me like being in charge of jk hub or just being a part of that team over these last few years i guess almost 10 years now has like taught me a lot of just like leading a team and like leading a, a project or a, a website and community and learning about all the like web related stuff and um has been really valuable but outside of jk hub you know i had a short run with a clan leading a clan and so that also yeah, the water, uh, right? taught me a lot of yeah shadow order <laughs> uh yeah you were in it for a little bit towards little bit. the the end yeah yeah it was, it was really fun um really fun yeah yeah because it was kind of like you with arcadia like just kind of 
made it minimal rules and mm-hmm. um but we set up ranks and stuff like that and so we try to keep it chill but have something that anyone everyone could strive to get to for better or worse (laughs) it's my entrance to base uh, basically i think yeah i mean that was kind of our big thing was it was like the only clan in base and so i think that's why we got a lot of the numbers that we did and then like having a relationship with like you and like other people in jawa and also just jk hub like that i think that really helped um, bring people in to that so we grew really fast and i think we had a, up to like 30 or 35 people at the peak um and that was just within like the first year which was crazy and so that made me learn a lot of just how to lead a team of that size and like when you're leading a clan in a game uh it's kind of like sometimes it could be a full-time job but it's definitely a part-time job 100 percent. and i mean you probably know that more than anybody because of how long you did it but yeah um, it really is you also had you you had a a good like council of like leadership too right yeah so depending on like the year it was always like me as leader and we always tried adding more people as leaders but they just kind of became like the council in the end, just because yeah. same with you, like with JK up, like there's always like one, like that spearhead in everything. And that's how it should be. There should just be one person like motivating the troops to push something further. It's how every job yeah. in the world runs, you know, it's no exception. Yeah, to exactly. Clans. Um, so yeah, it's, it was just, just a great time overall. Um, but yeah, it's uh learning skills though. It's, it's, I, it's done an insane amount of good for me. I've learned confidence. I've learned how to project manage, plan things. I always said when I was a kid to my teacher, they always say, why didn't you plan anything? I said, I'll never plan in my life. I don't need to plan. I'll just do it. We used to always be so <laughs> like, yeah, it'll be fine. I learned to plan <laughs> the hard way. Yeah. Uh, it's just so many skills. I really like these are skills that people develop with years in like business and these sorts of things. And I know I'm building a way above what it probably is, but it seriously is people managing skills. It doesn't matter if you don't see them. Yeah. I mean, we live in a remote world and work anyway. Now this is, this is, this is like running a clan, but like we're real people and they were anyway, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's with real consequences. Yeah. Nothing's really different other yeah. than the systems that you're using. It's still people, still all talking, yeah. just more professionally sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably more understood by the general population now Big that time. people are used to doing things remotely. But back then, like you said that you were leading a, a group of people in a video game, like online or just online in general, not even the video game portion of it. Like people would have just like laughed at you and yeah. like, that's not real. You always leave the star Wars bit out in my experience. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's nerdy enough <laughs> yeah. without star Wars being in the beginning of that sentence. <laughs> yeah. There's thresholds that you need to like <laughs> leave off. Like Don't it's online. Audience. Yeah. It's a video game. Oh, and it's also Star Wars. Like, there's three different levels you're to like, it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But everyone gets it now, because we're all, we're all from the same era. 
mostly the people yeah, that are online. That's so. that's why I have started to kind of open up about it. I mean, I know a lot of people in my personal life have no idea that <laughs> all of this existed in my life and like that it was so impactful and so like they're probably gonna watch this and be like, whoa. Ooh. The whole clan thing was was good for learning how to delegate to. Um, which is why I brought up the council because um, when you're a leader of something like and you're passionate about it, you just want to do everything yourself. And and then if you have a good team behind you and if your clan's big enough, you have multiple teams that can do, which I think is why JOF has succeeded so much because they have so many people that are so good at different things. Like mm. they have an entire like media team and like, modding team and like a event planning team and like it's yeah. not just one person like they have a whole team dedicated to each of these things that are just constantly like uh providing content and experiences for their users that's like i i was doing that on a very small scale mm-hmm. <laughs> even compared to like java and stuff and it was draining <laughs> it's absolutely and anything. i tried to I tried to delegate as much as I could, but you know, when you're starting a clan or any group of any kind, like you have to decide over time, like who can handle certain tasks and like who's interested enough to handle those tasks. And yeah. Uh, so just learning how to deal with that was very valuable too. So um, I, I still didn't get all that good at it of delegating things, but uh, I definitely, think i learned things in the end and um would definitely do things differently if i was doing it again but more likely those experiences will come in handy in you know the workplace or family or you know stuff like that so this is how we learn yep so that's a lot of (laughs) things to take out of a video game but you know that's that's just how it goes it just shows how big impactful how much of a sandbox jedi academy was and is and will be you know it's forged so many connections in every single way possible it's just it's just a great game really is i'd probably rank it my best game my favorite game it was always ocarina of time for years i think until i made that video and i'm like (laughs) okay maybe it is jedi academy you know, because I haven't, I haven't had yeah. the best few years with the game, you know, for a lot of different reasons. But um, it's it really is my favorite game, I would say. Yeah, I it's always definitely going to be in my top five. I always change the order of that list, like depending on my mood. Like, I think KOTOR is always going to be at the top. It's such a good game. But yeah, it's just the kind of game that I have always loved and like story games are just always my thing. Um, but yeah, Jedi Academy bounces on in that top five. Sometimes it gets to two, um, depending on my mood. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so how do you think this game sits overall in the, I mean, obviously you rank it your number one, mm-hmm. but like compared to like other games in the star Wars catalog of gaming, <laughs> How do you think it sits in the context of like the general population? Like, how do you think people overall would rank this game? 
and not not talking like someone brand new that played through them all like someone that has played through them all thank you average player like if you were ranking out a 10 i probably reckon most people i don't think anyone would give it a 10 because it's, it's got its flaws that's for sure um yeah but i think i think people would give it like a solid 7.5 to 8 i would say I, I think it's 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 a really solid game that you know, a lot of people say that they want JK4 or whatever you would even call it. I think they should just come up with a new name at this point. Um, just, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's, there's, there's been uh, fan remake attempts. You know, is it Vertex? Or that, I'm pretty sure it's Vertex. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Vertex. They based a lot of the combat off Jedi Academy, but yeah, I don't know. Just... It's it's just nice the way it is, like combat wise. And once you try and emulate it, same with like Razor and JP Plus. Once you try and emulate something that's so loved, people are super critical about that stuff. So oh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a tough one. Yeah, on that topic, it's like depends on the community that you ask because people that you know were there at the beginning and stuck to like base servers or J plus servers, which nowadays people are like considering those two like in the same group, which makes me a little angry, but uh, <laughs> um, compared to like movie battles two, for example, or um, open Jedi project or something like that, that changed the saber combat or just the combat in general, like drastically to where it almost feels like, a completely different game yeah um so i think people that play movie battles would say like oh yeah we really need like a jk4 like something more Mm. something that's the same but better and like stuff like that but then you have people that like maybe you and me or like people that have been on pure base servers like playing competitively for 20 years now Mm. that would say like no don't (laughs) Don't try to re- recreate it because it's just not really going to happen. And ironically, Vertex is being made by people that have traditionally had that attitude, um, which may be a good thing. Maybe they'll recreate it well enough, but it's not going to be the exact same. You can't no. really expect that. So It's a tough one. Yeah, it's just it's so unique that with so many like intri- intricacies that you can't really... You can't emulate it to where it's just not going to be a completely different game. So for sure, and the, the, there's some other amazing Star Wars games out there. Like, um, I mean, Force oh, yeah. Unleashed was fun. It was really fun. It was, yeah. Uh, it, once you play something like Jedi Academy, and then you go to Fallen Order, Kotor, um, you know, all these other games, it's it's kind of tough because you are immediately restricted in what you can do because Kotal's yeah. fan, like seriously I rate it very close to a 10 out of 10 game so good but once you play Jedi Academy and then you go to Kotal you are immediately grounded and you can feel it yeah <laughs> you're like ah I yeah wanna, I wanna jump over I want to you know so it's, yeah it, it, yeah the freedom you can't yeah it's, it's yeah. tough I think we might get eventually get something like that, like with that freedom, similar 
to like swinging your saber the way you want to swing it, jump to where you want to jump, stuff like that. But it's never going to be the exact same. Mm-hmm. But I really think Jedi Academy shines in just how the servers were set up too. Just like you mentioned it in your video briefly to where like you join a server and it's like just like a sandbox. Like you, you join and there's like, it's not just an immediate like battle of like, you're trying to get to the, the highest score or whatever. Um, I mean, it was built that way, but it just didn't end up being that way. Mm -hmm. It's just like you join, there's a section of a map of people doing that and like just doing a free for all or whatever and just like going nuts on each other. And then you have another section of the map that's like people just chatting or like, you know, jumping around, like goofing off. And then you have another section of the map. Yeah. Straight around another section of the map of people like dueling, like private dueling and, uh, or like training, like having a lightsaber class, uh, like stuff like that. It's like, I, there's no other game that has done that in the Star oh. Wars catalog so far. Um, so I think that aspect alone is what really makes Jedi Academy the most unique. And then I would put the combat like below that. And I think it's something that could be recreated. Um, it's just... It's Gary's motto, lightsabers. It really is. Yeah, the yeah, kind of. The only way yeah. I can explain it in my head is to... No, nothing else comes close. Yeah, which is why you can't. Which is why you should, and you shouldn't remake it. So, take whatever you want yeah. from that. Yeah, I think that ex- that sort of experience could be recreated uh, in a modern game, like just having like a sandbox of like you know, b- with built-in, R- not RPG elements, but like mm. you know, like building your lightsaber and like. Uh, going to classes and stuff like that. Kind of like Hogwarts Legacy yeah. is right now with like you're a new wizard or whatever. You'd like be a new Padawan, but it'd be like multiplayer and you could like go to different maps and stuff like that. You could do it with your friends. Like you could just sit there and chat if you wanted. Like I think that could be recreated. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Does it make money? That's the thing. That's what it's all I about. I think I would make a lot of money. I would hope so. I because <laughs> it sounds amazing to me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Be like my dream game. Mm-hmm. Like go, if you could go to any planet and like just way, like hang out with your friends. And... Uh, I was just speaking to them today. Uh, JK Galaxies. Kind of how that was originally like fought out, like as an MMORPG. Yeah. Like in JK. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. I think is is that kind of what you mean? Kind of. Yeah. Um, or kind of like the old Republic um, Mm. where, I mean, it's an MMO, but um, you know, like mixing all those kind of aspects together, um, I think could be really cool. Yeah. But your rating or your anticipated rating of like 7.5 out of 10 is probably pretty accurate compared to a lot of the other star Wars games that are out there so far. Um, I would probably agree with that. Thanks, Link, for joining me on this uh, long video, uh, just catching up and reminiscing about one of our favorite games. Um, it has been fun, even though it's been really long. Um, you have uh, you have a video that you made um, that came out last week, right? Yeah, last week. Uh, yeah, it was about a week ago, actually. Today, I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's essentially called... Yeah, um, I think so. Uh, it's called A Love Letter to Jedi Academy. 
Um, where it just basically go over like what the game meant to me growing up, how it sort of impacted my life, and just changed my life overall, really. So spent a good two years thinking about it, putting it together in my head, and what I've just been doing it the last six or seven months in uh, good old Sony Vegas. So yeah, it's 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 been a uh, it's it's been a journey. It's really kind of just reignited my love for the game. No more clans, by the way, and done. But it's just uh, <laughs> it's just a, it's just it just made me really appreciate the game itself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Circus uh, kindly offered to put the uh, the video in the description. So if you want to check it out, feel free. Don't mind if you do. Don't mind if you don't. I just I appreciate. Yeah. If you if you if you do, then I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It's a really good video. I learned quite a lot about you today. It's single player scrub. Yeah, I think we <laughs> learned a lot about each other. Yeah. yeah. Now, now everyone's just going to judge me. Yeah. yeah watch this. Rightfully like, so. He yeah. only played single player for <laughs> four years in a row. You had to talk to Rosh for four years. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, you replace Rosh. That's the first mod you're supposed uh, to do. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I have one of those mods that I made. I made him a Rodian, so you don't have to hear his oh, annoying really? voice. You just have to. So he just talks yeah. Rodian when you talk to him, and it's just subtitles. Yep. That's a good yep. idea, actually. Yeah. Get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining me again, um, and thanks to anyone who's watching. Um, as always, you can support us by subscribing, liking, all that garbage, and uh, we will see you next time. Take care, everyone.